The Asian Avengers. So weak. The Asian Avengers. So weak. So so fuckable, bro. You know? Whoa. Whoa. There's five Asian guys together. Wow. Did you ever go through a stealing phase? Do I think everyone should have a gun? Maybe. You can look me up. I don't care. I'll fight you. I don't care. You want to get high as fuck? You like opium? Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys, not from Asia, talk about American issues no American gives a fuck about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. I'm Mike Nguyen. And welcome. This is our 40th episode. Yes, and we're recording from... Oh, that's right. Uh, we are coming at you live today from the Listening Party Studios inside the Canal Street Market as part of the Canal Street Radio and Family FM Network. So Whoa. shouts to those guys. I just had bubble tea before I made. I started talking and now it's stuck in my throat. Ugh. So if you could just talk for a second and I could swallow, that'd be great. Okay, that's uh, oh, that's, okay. that's gross. I'm I have I have a regular coffee because I just oh like, you just got coffee. I just got coffee from the same spot from a different spot. Oh but, okay, but you know what it is is I've been spending a lot of money mm, and mm. I feel like boba is sometimes a luxury. How much was this? How much? I don't even know. I think it was, I think it was like five bucks. That's, that's a lot. Pretty, that's a lot. That's dude. a lot for little... like we make fun of white girls for pumpkin spice lattes, <laughs> which are eight bucks. But you know we gotta Here look we down are. at our own cups. I know. And see what's in them. Did they have? Did they give you the, those those cards? Those point cards? Those no, I didn't get cards? one of those. Because we come here every week, basically. You know. Oh my gosh, I'm, I'm basically a shareholder there. You should tell. Do you tell them that you're on the podcast? No. Maybe we get like some sort of discount or something. That'd be kind of cool. We should talk to... What a weird way to get a discount. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You know, we got some fans here. We're kind of famous here. In this famous in this tiny corner here. My God. I we have, yeah, upwards of two or three people recognize us. I know. It's so, pretty sweet. So we recorded like a couple of days ago. I, I've, I feel like I've seen you so often this week. We hang out now and I, 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 it makes me uncomfortable. I know. I don't like it either. And yeah. <laughs> we don't, I don't know if our fans know. We don't like each other very much at all. And, uh, and, and this podcast is... It's like a marriage that's dead, but we're staying together for the kids. <laughs> And that's what this is. This <laughs> podcast. Oh, the this podcast, podcast is, is a kid. kid. It's like let's do it for the kid. Oh god. And okay, then, here we are. Let's get right into it. Let's thank our uh, Patreon, our oh, new yes. Patreon supporters, uh, for the week. Uh, let's see. We only have uh, we got two this week. That's pretty good. Yes, two that's awesome. People, and uh, here we go. And we, this is for, for the new listeners. Uh, we do a thing where we try to guess uh, where you're from based on your last name. It's a very racist game, but super racist. It's very fun. So we're gonna do it. First contributor. Port Lau, L-A-U. Well, wait, two dollars and seventy-five cents. Two dollars seventy-five cents. Yeah, obviously not his SAT score. That's not his SAT score. No. What's what significance is two seventy-five? Hmm. That's I like mean, a, the that's minimum like, is two dollars, so maybe he was just saying. Well, he just wanted to throw us a little extra. Yeah, you know, but like not too much. I don't know. This is a very Chinese move to me. I don't know. It is, but is it? Because it's like he's tipping. But he's mm, not. He's tipping. Is he tipping us? This is That's a tip, a, bro. Is it a tip? This is a shitty tip. No, it's, it's not. 75 cents off of $2. Bro, but if you went to a bar and you got a PBR of 2 bucks, you're going to give True. the bartender 75 cents. True. What's it, what, what's his first name? Port? Port. P-O-R-T. That's like some... Port. That sounds like some tr- cool trumpet player's name or something, you know? Mm, mm. Like Cole Porter. Yes. Maybe this person is not even Chinese. Maybe half, he's not. Maybe. Half black, high, half Chinese. That's, the what, first going, that's what I'm going with. Is, is jazz musician. Yes. All right, well, who's that well thank you, Port. Thanks, Port. That was very nice of you. Thanks for tipping. Uh, always nice to see agents breaking stereotypes. Then we have a, another Patreon. Um, he, this guy gave us five bucks. Whoa. Kelvin. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> Kelvin. Kelvin Chin. Kelvin. Already you got, I reckon already, I already know him in my mind. His name's Kelvin. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like he's been named after. A scientist, a, right? A temperature gauge thing. Right. Right. And so he's already there. 
And I'm sure when he was in o, in, in, in OCHEM and people were like boiling things and like, what's the what's the boiling point of whatever? It's like, yeah. oh, 850 degrees Kelvin. And people would look at him and he's probably so tired of it. But I like that name. <laughs> that's I like just, that that's name. such a specific like getting picked on because of your name moment. But that's probably what happened. Right. Because it's not Kevin. He still chose to be a science major despite his name. Right. Or you maybe know? he's not. Maybe he's a jazz musician. Maybe he's a jazz musician. But uh, Chin, what do we think? C-H-I-N. I mean, oh, it could be could be Korean name. But, you know, Kelvin. Kelvin's a Chinese move. That's a Chinese move. You know what it is? Okay, we got two dudes now. Yeah. Port. Yeah. Port. And <laughs> Kelvin. <laughs> I knew a lot of uh, people growing up. Um, a Chinese, a really Chinese name is True. T-R-U? True. Yeah. True, like true or false? Oh, T-R-U-E. Okay. Yeah. And I was trying to find uh, this uh, this person on uh, on Facebook, and I was like, okay, I typed in the word true, and there was like 500 uh, like of this person's name, and oh I was like, God. well, I didn't know this was like a very common name, but like, you know, the the way, I feel sometimes like it's, it's, it's kind of like how uh, my wife's name is Gina, mm-hmm. but it kind of works in Korean and in English where it's Gina- China, right? And it's also, you know, so it's a Korean name, but an American name. Gina so, is a Korean name? Gina yeah. is Yeah, Gina. Korean. I don't know how to say mm. it. Yeah, you know, so, but it works in both languages. Wow. So I feel like maybe Port might be that, or maybe, and I don't know about Kelvin. Kelvin's definitely a shout out to science, but, you know, like, <laughs> it's very interesting how we pick our first names. Yeah. You know, usually it's a, a religious thing, or it's like, yeah, it's similar to. I would. I would thing. love to interview like an Asian parent to just go th- like an Asian parent who just had the baby in the hospital. Just like what's going through your head right now in terms of first names? I feel that would be they get very the weirdest fucking names, man. I know a bunch of Fridas. Frida. I know a bunch of Fridas. Frida. Chinese Fridas. A bunch of them. Frida. A whole. I mean, that's a sick whole name. thing. Yeah. Right. Well, I, so, well, shouts to, you know, Port and Kelvin, Kelvin. Uh, the uniquest Asian names of all <laughs> times. Uh, thank you so much. And uh, listeners, if you don't know what we're doing right now, we have a Patreon page where you can support our show and uh, make donations to our, our cause. And so if you want to get involved, please check us out uh, on patreon.com slash Asian, not Asian. And speaking of unique Asians. Uh, uh, this person is a very funny uh, comedian. Yes. Um, Writer too? Yeah, yeah. Performer? Aren't we all? Aren't model? we all? I sort model, of. Model? For sure, I, I, model. Kind of. I've seen kind of. you in a subway ad. Yeah, that's true. And I was like, holy <laughs> shit. That's true. <laughs> that's a much bigger credit than we'll ever get. Uh, uh, yeah, I was looking you, on your website and it listed all these things like uh, like uh, Comedy Central. You were in a movie, right? I mm, I was in a short film. <laughs> I like was on, which was on Amazon, it, I believe. It, it, it oh, was, right? yeah, yeah. It, it was on Amazon. That is true. Give it, it up right now for Just Tom. Just Tom, Yay. everybody. Yay. Yay. Thanks for doing See, the show. See, we did that. We did that. We that did. wasn't so bad. It yes. really took uh, mainly, it was mainly you. So I, <laughs> I think we, we were just here. That's all right. I know who I am. <laughs> yes. Um, and uh, we've, uh, you know, at, at the top here, we, we've all got our drinks. Yes. yes. We've got, and your boba drink Boba, I think you can learn a lot about an Asian person through their boba yes. consumption thing. Yes. And, and okay, how long have you been drinking boba for? Oh, man, I would say a cool 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's OG. a long time. OG. Well, 15, well, 16, 17. Well, we're, I'm from the Bay. You're from the Bay. And you're from the Bay, too, Yes, I'm right? from the Bay. And so, because there, in California in general, but especially the Bay, mm-hmm. the boba's been around for like a minute. Oh yeah, mm. well, Asian people have been around for a minute. Yeah, we so have. All, all of our stuff has been there too. <laughs> <laughs> I love that people just keep quote unquote discovering. Uh, we were just talking about this. Like now we we saw that drink that had collagen in it. Right. Yes, we did. We just saw uh, at this fancy coffee shop a lemonade that has collagen inside. Ooh. 
Mike and I were talking about how Asian people have been eating collagen in noodles for like <laughs> thousands of years. That's, that's the stuff that's inside like whales or something like that. It's, it's like a, inside it's of like, a bone. It's like it's like the cartilage of yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like I think when you when you eat like tendon yeah. and stuff mm. like that, that like chewy like that gelatinous, chewy, gelatinous. <laughs> I see that word on a lot of Asian uh, facial yes yes products, exactly right uh, but that's why we look like this oh snap <laughs> don't yeah. tell our secrets <laughs> yes um, no but that's that's the thing is that they're discovering the secrets and now they're putting it in lemonade and trying yes. to my god so they're taking all the things it. that we put into our soups and putting it into kombucha. You yes. know what I'm saying? Which, yes. by the way, is probably another thing they stole. You're drinking... Uh, what? Tell us about your boba combination. So this is... Oh, God. Uh, well, this is specific to this brand. I guess we okay. have to shout out Boba Guys, which, by the way, is a Bay Area company. Whoa! Yes, yeah. That's a San Francisco... Like, the reason it's trendy like this is because it's one of these... Um, kind of like second generation boba places that was started by Asian Americans. Word? Yeah, which exists a lot in the Bay in yes, California. Yes, Out yes, here, yes. Boba Guys is kind of the only one. Right. Um, but uh, my Boba Guys order is uh, Muscat Oolong iced 25% sweet with oat milk or I'll take almond or soy uh, with almond jelly and Boba. Damn. Damn, dude. You know, that's like when a rapper drops the really, really dope <laughs> lyric. You know, you just did that because you did that like without even stuttering. It's like, oh, yo, yo, check me out. Uh, I just yo, know what it yo. is. What I just know the, what it is. What was the first word you said? Muscat. Muscat. What is muscat? That grape? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, oh. muscat grape. I, I actually, uh, I hate to do this. I don't hate to do this Please thing do it. where I, where I, uh, say something I wrote on Twitter but um <laughs> I just recently tweeted this thing about um you know people say or people think since I'm a fifth generation American I've lost all my culture but if that's true then explain why my favorite flavor is muscat <laughs> some things just don't go away no they don't <laughs> we it, love muscat damn. we have we and and I love what I love about boba places in general is that they don't have they have Asian flavors so they don't have like for example vanilla they mm -hmm. have Taro. Yes. Which is the same mm. thing. It, ta it tastes the same, but like, and it's the root and all that stuff. And weirds out white people. Because it's purple. Because it's purple. But that's really what's why I drink it. It's because, yeah, because it is purple. purple. It is awesome. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. Right. And so, okay. So going back to the boba thing, you've got, but you've got a mix. So it's, you got, which jelly is this? It's almond jelly. Almond jelly. Is that get, different from the jelly I got? That's, yeah. You yeah. have boba. You have straight boba, but you have a mix of boba and oh, almond this, jelly. Oh, this white thing right here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Now, how come you do that? So sneaky. I mean, I get it because they they have it there and they mm. don't really have that anywhere else. Yes. Almond jelly is, you guys know almond jelly? Fuck yeah. Yeah. It's um, usually you eat it with like fruit cocktail. Yes, 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 yes. And, yeah. the, and it's inside of the fruit and yeah. then you yeah, like got to scoop it out with a spoon. That's one of my favorite <laughs> things to eat. Um, but so you don't good. you don't just find stuff like that around here. So since they have it at this place, I just get it because I like to have it. Is that a, um, is that a Cantonese thing? Maybe. Because there's be, a yeah. lot of food, like I'm from, you know, I lived, grew up in the Bay. I'm not from the Bay, but I lived there for a long time. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of things that you can't get here yes. because this is not a Cantonese population. Yes, that's true. That's true. And uh, yeah, the types of foods that you can get more commonly out here are not the same okay, as so you, like what I grew up eating. Dang. So you get, so this is almost like a chicken noodle soup for you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it is, it's very comforting. Very homelike. Oh my God. Here I am on Damn. Hyde Street. You know? yes. I feel like, so you two are both from the Bay Area. Yes. That's where you grew up. Yes. Right. Bay Area Asians, for me as a Midwestern Asians, uh, an Asian, you guys are very advanced. Yes. yes. Right? Asians are different, man. Yes. For sure. Sure. And but I really want to, sure. I really yes. want to get into that today because I've, you've always been my point of reference. Yes. And you had just mentioned you are fifth generation 
Asian American. Yes, right. I am. Which makes That's you true. American as fuck. Yes, you are more American than Donald Trump. Oh! Way more. Yeah. Way more. Yeah. That guy's Does he know that? We should tell him. I know. No, no, he doesn't know that. No, don't tell him. I don't want him to know who I am. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I don't like this person. So are you fifth generation on both sides? No, I, uh, I'm i fifth generation on my mom's side. And on my dad's side, I'm more like second generation. Mm. Um, but I say fifth generation because it freaks white people out yes. more. Right? Like the Taro <laughs> thing. So, you're, so you're, your dad is um, fifth generation? My... My mom is fifth. My mom is fourth generation. Oh, your mom's fourth. My dad is first gen. So his parents, oh. my grandparents on my dad's side are immigrants. I'm okay. also half Japanese and half. Which Chinese. is the Japanese side? Uh, the Japanese side is the side that's been here a long time. Ooh, Chinese side is the side that got. Do you here know the history? Did they have? Yeah. Yes. Did I they do. and were, were they at uh at one of the camps? Yes. Whoa. Which one? Um, my grandmother's family was at Poston Two. Uh-huh. My grandfather's family, I'm not I'm not sure where mm. they were, but they were also in camp. Yes. That is fuck. I've never I don't think I've met I don't have a lot of Japanese American friends. Do you? Yeah. I uh, I mean Because in, you're from yeah, that yeah. area, right? See, I don't I mean honestly Dan Harumi is probably the only Asian American. <laughs> he's the only Asian American guy I know because where I grew up and in New York, we have a lot of Japanese immigrants. So all my friends' names are like Hiroshi, you know? Right. Also I don't I don't Right, my name is fucking Masa me. I don't have any like Tony Takadas. I don't have any, you know, but mm. the Bay is full of. Yes, full of and, and like you know, that. being, I really consider, and I, I think this will be interesting to talk to you about, Fumi, but uh, I, I really think that being Japanese American, like a multi generational yes, Japanese yes, yes, yes. American, is a wholly different identity from oh, being 100%. like Japanese, Japanese. For sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, just right off the bat, how when you see a Japanese trend or like uh, an, an interesting, you know, Japanese invention coming this way, uh, how do you feel? Do you identify with it? I think I would need an example. Okay, so for, I mean, even <laughs> take something like K-pop, for example, which something like this exists in Japan, right? We call it J-pop, but it's these girls who dress up, and um, you know, like when you see something like that, do you, I mean, is that is that as foreign to you as? something like lacrosse or you know like when you see asian pop stars or japanese sex toys you know when you hear about the advancements of, of japanese sex toys which is you know my topic of expertise um oh, yeah. you know how do you how that's do you relate interesting. to that that's cuz cuz sex toys are my area of expertise <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean yeah in that like it's something that's coming from abroad mm. it's going to be sort of a foreign thing to me you know what's interesting though um as far as like K-pop stars, K-pop idols goes. I say sometimes, um, you know, growing up uh, in the States, and also, I mean, nobody who's listening knows what I look like, but I'm a fairly gender non-conforming to masculine spectrum uh, side person, presenting Mm -hmm. person, Mm -hmm. whatever. Um, But growing up a little, like, quote-unquote Asian girl um, in the U.S. and, like, looking at media and everything, I actually... That actually was okay for my self-esteem because seeing like white women and white people everywhere, I was like, okay, I'm not ever really going to look like that. So I never have to strive Mm. towards that. Hmm. And then when I started seeing K-pop idols, I was like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't look good. I don't look good. (laughs) Um, So that was crazy for me. Fortunately, at that point, I was already like 20 years old and I was like, okay, okay. (laughs) I know better, and I have to like. Okay, let me rephrase this. this. When do you feel the most Japanese? If if you even feel that way, I feel Japanese American, and I mm-hmm. feel Japanese American as fuck. Like I, and I what, okay. In yes, what yes, moments yes. do you feel Japanese American? Let me tell you this. Um, so okay, 
in the Bay and in certain parts of California, I am Japanese American activist royalty. Okay. Which yeah. is a hor- oh, that yes. is a real oxymoron. I understand that those two things don't really go together, but they kind of do. I, uh, you know, my family's been here a really long time. Um, different people in my family have been involved in significant, um, I guess, historical events mm-hmm. um, that have happened within the Japanese American community. There is a person in my family who, um, in Riverside, California, owned a house and then leased it, I guess, under his kids' names, who were, his kids were born in the U.S. He was an immigrant from Japan, and at that time it was illegal for Japanese people to own land in California. Mm-hmm. And so there was a lawsuit brought against him, like California versus this guy, mm-hmm. And he won the lawsuit and got to keep the house. The house is a historical marker. Now. It's Dang. like a museum now. What? Um, so, like, that's happened. My grandfather was a pretty well-known Japanese-American activist after, uh, like, in the years um, following World War II. He was a very big proponent of uh, seeking redress from the government, trying to get the government to apologize and like pay back the community um mm-hmm. so uh recently i was in la at the japanese american national museum there's a picture of my grandfather in there Dang. like Whoa. i expect i expect to walk into these places i expect to be able to pick up a book off the wall and open it and find a reference to someone from my family in there Whoa. that's amazing so do you get into these museums for free <laughs> no it doesn't go that far you see that you see that man over there? yeah they're I... like so you better fund this shit <laughs> Yes. So it keeps going. What is your grandfather's name? I know he has a badass name. Edison Uno. Ooh, Ooh, Edison. He's he's got a small Wikipedia page if you want to look it up. A small one. Yeah, I am. very Ooh. small, but it it does exist. So Uno? so yeah. Is it Uno? Uno. Interesting. Yeah. Do you know how it's spelled? In Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> Or in English. I've never heard of Uno, but that's cool. I'm going to look yeah, it up. that's common. Yeah. That's a common name. Dang. There was a, a character on Digimon whose last name was <laughs> So it's, it's legit. It's legit. It checks out Digimon. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Digimon. Mm-hmm. The reference. And Digimon's great. straight from Japan. So uh, <laughs> so I feel, I feel Japanese-American as fuck a lot of the time. Whoa. I do not mm-hmm. feel Japanese. Yes. Mm-hmm. What is a very Japanese-American thing? Can you point to like like a very yeah. like a very Vietnamese American thing is getting into a fight at a fall restaurant after clubbing? That's super <laughs> Vietnamese American, <laughs> ultra. That's like, dope. Yeah. Yes. Okay, um, a super Japanese American thing. Um, okay, having having a funeral at a Japanese American church, and then afterwards you have the reception in the mess hall, and the entire reception food is. Uh, Chinese takeout. Whoa! Yeah. That's very Japanese American. Yes, yes. Whoa. We also love layered jello. Okay, yes, layered, layered jello. We love layered jello. There's a lot of that. kind of Chinese crossover then, I feel. Yeah, I, right? I think that there, because I grew up with a very uh, Pan Asian experience mm-hmm. being from SF. Like my Japanese American grandma would take me to Clement Street in San Francisco, which is basically like Chinatown. Right. And we would get. Chinese food there and people would speak Cantonese to her and she'd be like uh sorry because <laughs> <laughs> my grandma only speaks English yes. so right right wow that it, we were talking about this before and it's always like throws people throws me still for a loop even though even when I expect it when I see an older Asian person they, and I'm like oh this is an old Asian person and they have a perfect English yes. a- a- right. accent yes. they don't speak the other language yes but I'm like oh that that is going to be me shortly yeah right and I mean it's well 
for specifically my grandmother, that side of the family, that's because they lived through wartime, right? Yes. And so they like just totally like I just got rid quit of that shit. Yes. They were like, no, we can't, we can't say these things anymore. We have to speak English. <laughs> Damn. Dang. Let's talk about that Chinese side. Yes. You, you are half. I am. I am um, half. What what is that like? How how close are you with the with the Chinese culture? Um, you know, I I consider myself to be pretty, like pretty Chinese culturally. I don't know if this is because I'm currently dating somebody whose family is from Hong Kong, mm. and so like we do a lot of Chinese stuff together. Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, and also because like Chinese culture is more um. Where, what, what is it? It's just everywhere. It's everywhere, it's yes. It's everywhere, so it's easier to gain access to. Yes. Japanese culture, you sort of have to, it gets you sequestered You have to kind of off. find it a yeah. little bit, mm. yes. Um, you gotta find it. Well, you know, I mean, <laughs> we've, I've talked to Fumi about, you know, with my wife, she thinks, a lot of times we're like doing stuff, and she's like, how do you know all these Chinese things? And I'm like, yeah. well, Vietnamese people and Chinese people like have this whole love-hate mm-hmm. thing, mm-hmm. which is why like Korean people don't, didn't until recently, Start fucking with dim sum, for example. But when Korean I go to the dim restaurant, people don't fuck with anybody else. Yes, <laughs> they do not. No, they don't. They don't do it's it. It's an amazing thing that I got her to marry me. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is, this yeah. is her. This her is family's her. mad. Hey. Oh, dude, don't. No, I don't want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. But sorry, so, yes. sorry. No, no, absolutely. But like, so the. Uh, but yes, Chinese is almost like the lingua franca. Yes. Of yes. being Asian, you yes. have to kind of like have a base level like understanding of well, Chinese culture. Because also, all right, and this is th- this is fighting words but also yes. everybody was biting stuff off the chinese yeah like and i say this there as a, a japanese person yes there like, is a lot of that we we bit a lot of stuff off of chinese people mm-hmm. oh my god dude um, yeah yo, yo you guys fuck with confucianism oh <laughs> shit <laughs> that shit is tight okay right. yes filial piety yeah um my chinese side it, it what is interesting about growing up um not just multi-ethnic but also like sort of multi-generational being that my mom is very very americanized and my mm. dad is less so. Yes. Um, there's a big cultural difference there. So actually, like, growing up, I always thought of my dad, who's Chinese, as being, like, very, very strict. Oh. Very, like, very much closer to the stereotype right. of, like, an Asian parent, quote-unquote. Mm. Um, I think he's just a straight up Chinese dad. Right. <laughs> which is what Chinese dads are like if they don't if they don't threaten you a little bit about a spelling test, he's yes. not he's not a Chinese he's not, dad. Yeah, he's not a Chinese guy. <laughs> he's and, some other and you, thing. And, and you're like, I didn't even take a spelling test. Right. And you're just like, I don't care. <laughs> right. Just no. And you're like, oh God, I'm uh, gonna crap myself. <laughs> um how did your parents meet? Um in uh in the bay <laughs> i mean just like at a like you know that you ever you ever the, know the story because that's got to be like he, he probably first met your mom and was like oh this is an asian person oh she's not asian at all you know what i'm saying like after a while like oh this is really different oh you I know? think maybe you think when they met he was like oh you're so white you think he like your dad i think at some that? i'm thinking i don't know i feel I'm, at some point that must have happened i'm gonna be real and say i think that my dad and this is the tea i think my dad loves Japanese culture mm. and loves Japanese stuff. Mm. So I don't know that he really was like, ah, oh, you're so American. <laughs> I think he probably was like, this Japanese girl, like... Oh, wow. Isn't that fairly He's a weeaboo. rare for <laughs> um, a Chinese man of his generation just because of the uh, the history? Maybe, Maybe, but again, my dad was born and raised in the U.S. Ah, He's right, first right, right. gen. His parents are immigrants. My dad grew up in L.A. 
Mm. What? Damn. This is so layered. I know. This is layered as the jello cake that we love to eat. <laughs> <laughs> this is great. So now, so you've come from a proud uh, line of activists, people making the world better. Where did it all go wrong? And now you're a comedian. What happened? Um, what happened? <laughs> or, or do you feel that you are an actor? I mean, you, you know, do you, I feel a lot of people in the Bay automatically in their Twitter yes. bio activists. We, we, even if you're actually working at McDonald's or whatever. Yes. Um, <laughs> On my breaks. Yes. I, you know, it's interesting. I go back and forth wondering because my my grandfather on my mom's side, uh, who was the activist, um, passed away way long before I was born. Mm. So mm-hmm. I never knew him or anything. Okay. Um, so I wonder a lot if he was alive, if he would be really into this thing that I'm doing yes. or if he would be like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I... I mean, I don't. I don't think I consider myself to be an activist that necessarily. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, other people consider me to be an activist, mm-hmm. and I think okay. that. I think a lot of that has to do with just being somebody who talks about their marginalized identities openly, yes. and because I do comedy. Uh, being somebody who talks about their marginalized identities publicly on stage mm-hmm. a lot of the time to audiences who aren't necessarily expecting that um i think people consider consider that to be activism i feel i think it's i think it's funny because white people can talk about their experiences and it's just like oh it's a funny joke about dating right, right. but if you talk about and i'm talking about you and fumi or whoever us it's like as soon as we talk about it it's like wow you are a liberal you know what i'm saying yeah. like as soon as you start <laughs> even mentioning like who you are it's like well why you gotta shove this other identity it's, down my throat uh, that was know? the one thing that's annoying is you'll do a joke about dating and you might mention that there's an asian component to it yes and, and then, then suddenly people an, label it as an asian joke it's, an asian joke. it's not an asian joke not i asian just joke. happen to be asian happen to be in asian. the scenario yes but which I am. then people go you gotta stop doing asian jokes and it's like well, well I mean, if you were listening it's not about that yes it's about milfs i yes. mean <laughs> <laughs> classic topic <laughs> i am actively trying to like to to not necessarily teach people things, but expose people to new points yes. of view or to show to show them like, hey, like this is what that means or to change people's minds about stuff. So in that sense, like I do think that there is some some activism there, I guess, but I don't think it's the same as like actually mm. like putting your body on the line. Right, throwing <laughs> like, a brick or something like right, that. Right. Did, did it take a while for you to get to that point? Because for me, I was like, okay, I'm not going to do any Asian jokes. And then after a while, I was like, that's stupid. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just, you know, this is the thing that's funny to me. Mm-hmm. And I feel a lot of times, you know, humor comes from pain, mm-hmm. right? Yes. And so like, where's the pain coming from? It's because I look like this. And so I end up talking about it. And I'm just like, okay, I'm just going to embrace it. Mm-hmm. So like, did, did you, but did you go through an arc like that where you had to think, Okay, I'm going to talk about this, or no, I'm not going to. I'm just going to try to talk about airports or whatever. I mean, I definitely think that any comic uh, has an ongoing process where you grow into learning, like what are the things that you want to talk about or what's important for you to talk about. I, although I've like always talked about identity and stuff, I did start in like some totally different direction. Mm. Um, I, I'm only just now learning to talk about like race and ethnicity mm-hmm. in a way on stage, like my own race and ethnicity and not being like Asian as a concept, yes. like being mm. like, this is my experience yes. as like an Asian person. And like also not trying to like play off of stereotypes or mm-hmm. like do any, I don't know, just like cheap shit jokes, yes. I think. And like just try to be truthful. So I, I feel I'm still learning 
how to do that. Cheap shit jokes. That's uh, <laughs> that's a good show name. Yeah, cheap, cheap shit, shit, shit jokes. And we just come up there and we're just like, Asian people be driving like I this. I feel like that's how if my mom could was fluent in English and saw my act, she'd be like, those are cheap shit jokes. <laughs> what are you fucking doing? Were, so, Jess, were you, a, were you a funny kid? Yes. Um, yes. I was always... I was a funny kid. I was like... Well, I don't know if I was so much a funny kid as I was annoying. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I, Those I definitely, I definitely was a kid in class who always had like a zinger, like, <laughs> like a teacher, and I always was like, yes. <laughs> "Please tell me you did this." <laughs> and then, and then, so you would raise your hand, and whenever you would raise your hand, would the, would the teacher be like, "Oh God, Jess, what do you want to say?" I think that. Well, I actually, as an adult. I think, yes, they were like, ah, again, but then at the same time, teaching is so boring yes. that they probably were like, all right, all <laughs> go right, ahead. Let's see what you got. Go ahead. Give it to us. Um, yeah, that's we awesome. always like to ask our guests this. How did your parents react to the fact that you are a comedian? This is what you're pursuing. Um, I, I don't even know if you went to college or what yeah, you were pursuing before. Of course I went to college. Don't be ridiculous. Where did you go to school? Uh, I went to... Um, I went to Smith College oh. uh, in Massachusetts. Lily do. I didn't there. know that. Yeah, she did. So you lived yeah. out here for a while? Yes. And then when was that? Oh, well, I guess you don't have to tell me, but like, you know. <laughs> I know. Uh, you're people... trying to age me. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's okay. On the podcast, no one can tell what I look like. Uh, so. That's very true. <laughs> so you, you, what, what was it like going to Smith? Oh, uh, God. Um, <laughs> no, it was, it was fun. It okay. was crazy fun. I, so my trajectory school-wise is uh, I started in a public school in San Francisco, mm -hmm. elementary through middle school, which is very, very East Asian. Lots of Chinese yes, people. totally. Um, Chinese, Vietnamese, Japanese, did you Did you try to go to Lowell? I did not get into law. Okay. My sister went to law. Oh, shit. Yeah, she's smarter than me. But um, <laughs> No, I did not get into that school. So I went I went to private school after that. I went to private high school, but mm. it was like San Francisco alternative private school. So I was like, in some sense, I was used to going to school with a lot of white people mm -hmm. at that point. Mm -hmm. I was used to going to school with a lot of rich people. So then when I went to Smith, I was like, this is going to be cake. I've already done this. I already knew how to do this. Um Smith, of course, is a women's college, uh, for anyone who didn't know that, um, in Massachusetts. Mm -hmm. But East Coast white people are totally different. Totally different. Mm, yeah. Tell me more. Tell me more. Okay. Yeah. I have a take on it, but I want to hear. In the Bay, specifically in San Francisco, I'm go. not saying this is good, but no. in my observation, yes. in San Francisco, white people who are very rich pretend to be poor. Oh, God. Damn. <laughs> you just dropped the knowledge bomb and oh, also, how so, how so, how so. Straight up pretend to be yes. poor. They wear fuck. fucked up, ripped up sweaters. They, they mm -hmm. look like they just came back from Tibet all the time. Dirty ass <laughs> shit. They smell. Their, their whole thing is they love to go. They love to camp. They love to hike. They, they drive love, Subarus. They farm. Yes. They, they love farm. to farm. Their hair is greasy all the time. Yes, 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 yes. yes. They, and then come Monday, they just go work at. Netflix? No, but no, they're they. They have money. They have money. They already they have a DJ career, and they're 18 years old because their parents oh. have a recording studio in the house. Yeah, mm. like so I like a family money. Okay, okay. I, if I ever want to be, you know how comics always say this shit about like you know I want to be the most famous person from my high school. If I ever want to be the most famous person from my high school, like you know all those people went to school with poor people. 
<laughs> yes. Not me, bitch. Like, yes. I, I have, there's a kid that I went to high school with who originated a Broadway role last year. What? Originated it. Uh, there is a kid who really has, has been a, a DJ since she was like 14 years old. Now she plays like stadiums. I saw her um, on Instagram the other day, just like came up randomly. Multiple DJs, actually. Somebody, <laughs> somebody DJs. Yeah, somebody who did a song with like... Grimes or something like that. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know. Um. So, so it's like it was a yes. lot of like yes. that, like really more sort of grimy Got feeling it. careers, but they're rich people. I so, feel too oh. that uh, the reason why, and I when I go back to the Bay, and I, I had the sense even when I lived there before I came out to New York, was that in some ways those quote unquote liberal white people in the Bay are kind of worse because mm. they think they're helping you yes and they don't realize that they're still part of the system that holds you down or they think they legitimately like think they're not that rich (laughs) 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 shit that is an ultimate rich move i had a friend one of my good friends from high school who told me her family and my family were in the same socioeconomic bracket her dad was a vice president at morgan stanley oh my god what did your parents do my my mom is a psychologist. Okay. Um, my dad doesn't really do anything. That's fucking sick. That's great. Um, what did your parents th- your parents think about you going into doing into going into comedy? I'm I'm very lucky hmm. that uh, they're pretty much cool with that, as far as I can tell. Um, yeah. I've been really really lucky, especially with my mom. She really has this thing about like, well. You know, I can't have any expectations of what you're going to be like because you're you're not going to meet them, and then I'll be upset. So, <laughs> so you can just do whatever you want. Oh my God, my dad said the same thing to me. Uh, Is that a Japanese thing? Wait, wait, I don't be know. What? What, 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 I remember it's like when we were, come on, like, dude, I swear to God, because you know how this is the thing I can't relate to. A lot of my Asian friends, my Chinese Korean friends, they always say my parents made me become a doctor or lawyer. They made me apply to business school, right? Yeah, yeah, but yeah. my dad, I remember talking to him about maybe being an engineer and he was like let's be honest you're not you're not smart Whoa. enough our parents so have the do. fortitude to be like you are not that yes. smart yes that's my he put me Dang. down he's like just go do whatever you want to do because you're not going to be an engineer Whoa. Yeah. actually you know what my mom always wanted me to do is she wanted me to be a plumber really <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And which is ridiculous <laughs> I obviously don't have the arm strength for that <laughs> but uh <laughs> look at these forearms <laughs> she always was like Hey, you don't want to go to college? Don't go to college. Be a plumber. I have a PhD. A plumber makes more money than me. Why should you Whoa. go to college? Whoa. Man. So realistic. I'm learning so much about Japanese culture. It's amazing. <laughs> so you're like, so since Mike, you are first generation. Yeah. So I you're guess like a newbie over there. So, okay. So I, I learned it as uh, the first generation is actually the immigrant. So I'm second. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It depends is on- Is that how thing. Vietnamese people count it? I, that's how we did it at Berkeley. <laughs> okay, because here's Ever a, heard of it? a secret. Um, when I say like fifth generation for me, that's actually counting the way Japanese people count it. What? What? So what Japanese people I think it? that I think that in American big mm, air quotes, I, I might see. be fourth generation. Whatever. But um, Japanese Americans, at least from a long time, I don't think people do this anymore now. Um, but back in the day, like people who lived through World War II here, yes, you were Issei if you that's right if you came Issei. over, yeah, and then Nisei if you were born here, and then Sansei Yonsei, and then you get to Gosei, which is me, um, which nobody says. That's but tight, I say dude. It. it sounds like you have like a fifth degree black belt. <laughs> <laughs> 
What are you? Go say. You know, and they just punch a boulder in half and shit. I wish I could. I wish she came with that. Like automatically, they were like, "All right." Uh, yeah. So I'm a I'm a second generation, but all these things that Jess is talking about, it makes perfect sense because. You know, and and people always say, why is why is why is California so different? And part of it is the weather, and mm-hmm. and people underestimate how much that matters. It does a mm-hmm. lot, uh, and and a part of it is because the way wealth is over there, it's a little newer. Yes, it is newer yes. that we you know there's not like, you know, over here on the East Coast, it's like you trace it back far enough, and everybody's a slaver, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Oh, in the California, mm-hmm. it's a little newer, but it's also um, it's a more like low key. You know, because it's it's cool to be like I made my own wealth, whereas in the East Coast, it's like people are are proud of, and and it helps them to be explicitly I'm a legacy person. Yes. Yeah. My family fucking built the this part of town. Yes. And I'm rich, and that's a good thing. Whereas in California, it's like, well, I'm a DJ, and like my parents are like super like chill. You know, mm-hmm. like like right, you, you right, know, right. what do they do? Um, you know, one of them's a stockbroker, but like whatever. You know, like we yeah. all have our own journey. You know, yeah. I don't know why I'm talking like that, Damn. but that's how they sound. But like, it's, or, it's cool to be low key. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or you go to school with somebody that you think is like totally normal, and then later you find out her parents own the Gap. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shouts to the Gap. That's Damn. where their headquarters are. Yeah. East Coast is weird for sure. Uh, I worked as <laughs> I worked as with a guy at Ipado, just a white guy. And again, well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> and scene, stop. <laughs> and he, uh, he dressed like shit. He smelled like shit. But I went to his house, which is located on the Upper East Side. Dude uh, has a his dude's family has a, a brownstone. Fuck. He is a direct descendant of Andrew Carnegie. Oh shit. He Fuck. has he has a letter from Andrew Carnegie like on on his wall. Oh my god. Yeah. This is what we're up against. <laughs> For what? <laughs> The war. Resources. The war. The yeah. war? <laughs> this is the. This is this is what it is, and this is. And we, we always wonder why we're losing because we know we're but, up against the Carnegie but, but is guy. But is there an Asian equivalent of that? What's what's Asian wealth? Well, you see that in the Bay, right? Tell me more about that. That Asian mm. wealth, man. Uh. Well. Okay. Uh, well, we do tech wealth. We do. That's a very new wealth. But it's like, but it's like. Okay, I mean, Asian wealth gets disrupted all the time. If you look at the history yes, of things that happen in Asian countries, like not that I, I'm mostly talking out of my ass, like I don't know that much about it. But well, like, no, I mean, the wealth of uh, the Japanese immigrants here was was disrupted. Right, that's true. Um, or if you look at like the Cultural Revolution or yes. like, anything like that, that just disrupted everybody's lives and everybody's families, uh, and presumably wealth too. Yes. Because you um, can't be carrying that shit on a fucking plane and shit as like your country's burning. Mm, right. They've yeah. had to restart multiple times. Right. They've had to restart. Damn. But over here, Korean it's been people, they they're rich. I don't Korean know. Korean people are. They mm. do have. They have some stability. They're part of a. And sort of. Sort of the same with Japanese newer Japanese. Oh yeah, people. yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. you have to have the stability. Basically, you still have access to your bank account from <laughs> overseas. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm, like the main mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. These people. We didn't got that. You know. Shit, we have our own, you know other things, and you know if you're if you're a refugee, you you don't you can't like log no. on to CapitalOne.com <laughs> and try to get like all that money that I had that was locked oh up God. in the fucking family safe or what the fuck right. it was in the mattress in, in the, the mattress. mattress. <laughs> we keep and and you know you know Asian people like a lot of Asian immigrants are distrustful of finances because we we had a government mm. mm-hmm. and that government imploded mm-hmm. and like lost everything, so we're like fuck that. 
you know how like Amer like Americans are really afraid of uh, there. There's a lot of American white preppers. There's a lot of preppers. Yes. Okay. You know because okay. they have a sense that like oh shit shit could hit the fan. In Asian people, we saw that happen mm -hmm. like many times. Mm. That, that's why you know you have immigrants keeping shit literally like in in the store or mm. something like that. And, that, and, then, and then and then you become vulnerable to being just straight up robbed. Mm -hmm. You know, <laughs> that's a whole other thing. So it's either you get robbed by the banker or you get robbed by like some punk. But anyway, right. that's right. capitalism. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, shouts to capitalism, man. Shouts to capitalism. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. And we're back and we're going to talk about DOS Race News. Race News. Uh, this segment we talk about uh, different things that we've uh, come across, uh, some very usually depressing uh, uh, news related to Asian Americans. <laughs> uh, this one is this is a fucking wallop of one, and uh, this comes from NBC News. Shouts NBC News, and uh, the uh, the headline here is Asian American voter enthusiasm up despite little contact from parties. Survey fine. So the, so there was a survey, uh, and what's really interesting about this is the twenty the two thousand eighteen Asian American voter survey, and this was published before uh, the election, but I think it's it's very telling. Uh, and, and most importantly, there's a segment here. There's a paragraph. I'm just going to read the paragraph. Uh, I think a lot of people don't understand. Asian Americans understand, but a lot of people don't understand that Asian Americans are very diverse. And mm -hmm. we were just talking about it just as far as ex our experiences, our economic, uh, socioeconomic mm -hmm. backgrounds. Types of jello. Types of boba. <laughs> yes. This is a very key thing. All right. Because your pol politics correspond in some ways to your drinks, mm -hmm. you know. <laughs> and I think that's really a uh, really important thing to think about. Uh, and the one, um, uh, I'm just to read the paragraph here. A majority of surveyed, so they did a survey and, and they kind of just gauged the support that different Asian American groups had to uh, different issues, different politicians. Uh, a majority of surveyed Vietnamese Americans approved of Trump, 64%. Oof. That's crazy. Yikes. And the, the only surveyed group to do so. Filipino Americans were equally sp uh, were split uh, with 48% approving, 48% disproving. And uh, just to give you guys uh, an example, Japanese American voters gave Trump the lowest approval rating, 14%. That's that Yay. samurai honor. Yeah. There you go. Samurai wow. honor. <laughs> uh, so this doesn't surprise me mm -hmm. a tiny bit because of just how I know how Vietnamese people roll. Okay. And in some ways how the Filipino people roll. Okay. But uh, what, what are your takes? Jess, what do you think? That does surprise me, It actually. does. Okay. Go because ahead. people always want to... I mean, obviously I understand the narrative is more complicated than this, but people... Uh, tend to want to 
place Asian people in a sort of uh, socioeconomic hierarchy yes. or privilege hierarchy, yes. in which case you would, like, if you want to do it really basically, you'd probably go, like, Japanese, Chinese, Korean, yep. like, Vietnamese, Filipino. Yep, like, yep. as you start to move down, you get into, like, Southeast Asian Pacific Islander. Mm-hmm. So it does surprise me that the numbers seem to reflect Almost an Almost opposite, an opposite. of that. Because you would think wealthier people would support uh, like a more Republican conservative viewpoint. I mean, viewpoint. To, to come back to this thing about, about Japanese Americans, um, it doesn't surprise me at all that multi-generational Japanese Americans are against Trump. That yes. makes total mm-hmm. sense to me, mm-hmm. um, especially mm-hmm. because... World War II internment New camp right. happened. Yeah. And a, a lot of us. Hey, you guys remember that time yeah. you locked this all yeah. up and took all of our shit? Yeah, and a lot of us went through that and are descended directly from that. So it makes total sense to me that as we are seeing it happen again, we're like, no, we don't like that. Yeah, we actually, right. and I'm glad. I'm glad that is the case, and I'm glad that like I'm glad the numbers are reflecting that. But I am surprised to see uh, that Vietnamese people and Filipino people. Mm-hmm. They actually said in the article split. that the poorer Vietnamese people especially supported trump more yes the relationship there I, and and we can see a little bit of uh the demographics changing because orange county is traditionally very where where vietnamese people uh, vietnamese americans are uh it was very red there mm. uh for a long time in, in in you know california is generally very very blue and it's very red there uh and in large part because vietnamese people are republican and very conservative socially and there's a lot of things why and part of it one of the big theories i have is that Vietnamese people are actually quite cynical. Uh, and I think this has to do, we touched upon it, because Vietnamese people, we lost everything. And I'm not even talking about all of our stuff. We lost, like, the country, right? Mm. I mean, I'm talking about, I don't necessarily feel this way, but I understand. Like, we don't have, like, there. just imagine you lost the place, you can't go home. There is no home anymore, right? That's a crazy thing to do to somebody. Mm. And because of that, what do you hold on to? If you don't have your identity anymore, you hold on to strength because mm. you have to have something. You're like, okay, well, fuck it. Who is going to, you know, who am I going to, what am I going to put my place, my faith? And they identify with strong people. They identify with like, well, quote unquote, someone they, they think of as strong. And in general, like the, uh, you know, kind of hardline type of things they have, there's a narrative of like survivalism and that mm-hmm. sort of stuff that I think kind of permeates Vietnamese like identity. Right. Right. On, on top of just other stuff, like the Republicans are actually very good at like courting Vietnamese people because of, you know, again, the war and that sort of stuff. So my parents are very like conservative, uh, a little bit less so than they used to be, I think, because of, of their kids. But, uh, you know, that that makes sense. And I think also Filipino people. You know what it is? Vietnamese people and Filipinos, what do they got in common? You know, I was thinking, I, I the one thing that's common between the, these countries is when, whenever there's like a white shooter, their girlfriend is always from those countries. <laughs> <laughs> what a way to mind that's, that. That's Thank you. That Damn. first thing I noticed when I, I read that article. <laughs> I was going to say, Damn. I think was going to say Catholicism. Okay, well, that, that too, that was number two on my list. Yeah, you didn't ca- let me fit. I'm kidding. <laughs> Catholicism is a big thing. And I, I, I got a shout out to one of my friends. She's a very smart person. She told me, her theory about why this is in Catholicism there's a, always a good and a bad and there's like punishment and you know that sort of thing and this is um, she was trying to explain why they they hi- they uh, elected uh, what's his name the Filipino president du- Duarte or something yeah, anyway, he's, he's also he's also like a you know hard ra- hard line right guy and it's because you know again there, there's a feeling that people need people are evil and they need to be punished they need to be stopped mm. you know and that's a very like common narrative 
Wow. You know? And I think that's I think that's what it is. They they identify strength, quote unquote strength, with Trump and they feel like there's there's bad people and then we need to you know, we just need to hold on to the thing we got. We need to hold yeah. on because this thing you mentioned with home, do you think that your parents because they can't go back to Vietnam anymore. Um, they, America is their home now. Yes. And so, you know, Trump is they all just, about, they just protect this thing that we have. They went through some, like, crazy traumatic thing, and they don't want shit to change because they went through that. You know, ah. I used to have a joke about it. It's like, this is why... It's it's like, if you oh, think about it's... about the suitcase, right? Yeah, if you that. think it's bad to, like, you know, have to move and change roommates, you know? Imagine how hard it is to move countries yeah, and yeah, identities, yeah. right? So it's like, that. They, they're like, okay, now we got my far restaurant. And I'm not moving again. I just moved in, you know, I just <laughs> yeah. moved in, you yeah, know, yeah, and yeah, I'm not yeah. saying it's right, but that's what I think, you know, there it's, it's, it's a, yeah. You know, they, well, see, when you explain it like that, it's, it, it's, it's very emotional mm. and I, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. It's fucked up. I'm just relieved that that article said that there are like, even, even given, you know, the diversity and the differences within Asian American communities that overall they were more <laughs> progressive leaning. I was actually surprised to see that. I was, and I was like, thank too. goodness. Oh I my was. God, thank God. I was. Thank God. We're doing okay. We're doing <laughs> all right. We're not doing great, but we're doing all right. 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 So you listened to, and I don't know if you listened to the Karen's episode to the point where we talked about, um, I can't forget the name of the proposition where California tried to legalize gay marriage. Prop 8. Yes. Yes. And it was defeated. And in small part to certain... No, that is... Okay, can I clarify what Prop 8 is? Okay, Because yes, it's please. actually... Yes. It's worse than that. Okay. It <laughs> okay. Is, yes. No, it's please, worse than please. that. It is that the state of California granted same-sex marriage. Oh, yes. It was made to be legal. Yes. And then Prop 8 took it away. Fuck! Oh. So, so they put on the ballot, like, hey, we made this legal. Would you like to vote to take that right away? Yeah. And then, yes, people did vote mm. to God take damn. the right away. Damn. We as a democracy, voted to take rights away from other people. That's fucked up. That's yeah, fucked up. on the same election uh, as Obama winning the first time. Yes. So it was a real bummer. Um, it was a real bummer to us in San Francisco to uh, not really be able to fully celebrate yeah, so that I, Obama got elected. And I was in I was in uh, the Bay Area at the time, and I remember walking through Chinatown, and like there would be the Chinese churches, and they would be trying to vote to, you know, the... To, to take away the right yeah because they identified they kind of like they, the positioning the strategy was that like this is like a you know moral you know issue about marriage we got to protect marriage blah 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 but i know that like you know uh you know y- you think minorities might be uh liberal but they often aren't no yeah. that's mm-hmm. that's definitely like a huge generalization yes um the other thing somewhat related is and and uh it is related um the uh, first Korean American woman uh, to be elected to Congress. Oh right, Young mm. Kim. That's, that's her name, and she is a Republican. But that's bad. That is bad. And I I call total bullshit on that. Okay, this is go. where like I'm gonna do the thing where I'm like, this is all identity politics, mm-hmm. like the way people say about me. Um, <laughs> that's stupid. Like that's not good. That's bad. Like if somebody is going to be supporting policies that get people killed, get people's rights taken away, get people's money taken away, that is bad. Like I don't care what your face looks like. Yes. I don't care what your skin yes. color looks mm-hmm. like. That is bad. It's not solidarity. It's not good to be like, yeah, it's Yay, great Christianization. Yeah, it's like right, that's right. horrible. <laughs> well, you know, and we again, we've been talking about it, but I, I found out that um, you know, uh she was elected 
and and she's a Republican, and I was like, that's not at all surprising to me because mm-hmm. Orange County, she, where she's where she represents, uh, 39th, uh, 39th district in California, which is, includes parts of Orange County, is again very red, and mm. a lot of uh, Vietnamese American p- politicians when they were running for local office ran as Republicans. So for me, like, it would have been surprising for you know I'm still waiting for like Asian American Democratic, uh, and there are a lot of them, a yeah. lot of politicians. You know, to start, you know, being able to get into Congress, et cetera, et cetera. So this, you know, yeah, cool. I, I was going to say, you know, you said that Orange County was red. I was just thinking in my head, oh, is this progress? Like she's Republican, but she's Asian. So is that progress within Republicans? No, but you think that is, mm-hmm. that is re, it's, it's, uh, what is, what is the word? It's co-opting. Ah. It's co-opting progressive, like, ideas yes. and values, such as, quote unquote, diversity. Yes. Right. And then applying them to something that is actually hurtful. Yes. Um, and harmful to people. But then, but then you can say, like, oh, but it's Look diverse. Ah. We're not racist. I actually think it's young. even worse. Mm. Because then, because it looks like it's going to be one yes. thing. Just like I was telling you, those rich people in the Bay Area, mm. they yeah, think they're on your side, then they get in their Priuses and shit. Mm. Fucking or like in the same way they're saying that shit about um, Jim Acosta and oh, yes. that intern, and they're sort of using this language of like, he's a man, and yes. he put his hands on a, woman. on a woman. Oh, come on and now, they're, dog. And they're co-opting that language to use it against us, and I actually think that's really insidious mm. and dangerous. Fucking tricky motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> Do you guys know any Asian Republicans? Oh yeah, yeah, yes. Oh, your parents? Uh, my parents. Uh, I knew some Asian. There is a there's like a young Republican club in uh, at Berkeley, and they're so fucking annoying. And they're all Asian. And they would do stuff. They would like co-op stuff all the time. They would say, uh, for example, I won't remember one time they had a campaign which was come out of the closet as a Republican. Oh no! Right? Oh, Isn't that crazy? Oh, yeah. Oh, dude, they said stuff like that. And I was like, you sons of bitches. That's and awful. Yeah, it's terrible. And so like, yeah, but that's like a that's, classic trick. That, that sounds like a, like a joke that somebody would write. Well, I'm sure, you know, they were, yes, it was bad. My God. So yeah, there are some of them out there. <laughs> were you part of that group? <laughs> <laughs> and I came out and I wore a bow tie. <laughs> yeah, no, it was, no. So uh, anyways, uh, fun times for politics. Uh, it was, uh, it was, uh, did you, do, are you registered out here? You registered somewhere else? I'm registered here. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Where, Fumi, are you registered out here? Yes. Okay. Uh, Get your shit back over to yeah, Ohio. Yeah, you maybe <laughs> should be registered <laughs> in Ohio. Ohio. I know, yeah. I know. It's, uh, didn't even, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My girlfriend makes me do all this stuff. It's nice. You no, know? That's, that's it's, nice. Uh, that's the one nice thing about, I think, dating a white woman. Man, she is tired. <laughs> <laughs> and we're back, and we're going we're to play some games with our awesome guest, Jess Tom. Tom. Hi. <laughs> the first game we're going to play is uh, Jess. You were you had uh, you have a you have a bit about it, and and you talk about it sometimes. Uh, you had a viral video. Yes. Yes. That, Tell that us about the true. viral video. Um, I made a video with Chewy May, also a queer Asian stand-up comic, um, uh, in 2016 that it is called Ghost in the Shell PSA. You can find it on Facebook, on YouTube. Uh, and it was, it's addressing, uh, whitewashing in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. Um, and it went... Yeah, it went pretty viral. Yes, uh, and well, uh, it, it brought out. all the trolls out. It did, Ooh. it did. Like, actually, if you look on YouTube, I don't know why we didn't turn off comments. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know why we didn't do that. But um, it actually has 
like 6,000 thumbs down yes. to like 2,000 thumbs up. But that's mm. how you know you're doing something right. Yes. You yeah. know what I'm saying? No, people made response videos to it. What? what? Yes. Oh, yeah. God. Um, the Amazing Atheist made uh, a response video to oh it. God. Shit. I don't know that channel. Who's he's, that? He's a fucking, he's just a, a bad, you know, one of those hairy white guys that sits in a swivel chair. Yes. <laughs> And it's like, oh, excuse me, I'm going to use logic. Yeah. And he's like, if you slow this down here, it's like, shut Wait, is uh, it one of those things where your video is playing on the right? Yes, yes. Oh, like yes. people do that with like rap videos. Yes. That's hilarious. But he That's has, great. he has a, like a million followers or something. Like famous mm-hmm. assholes yes. came for that video and then they sent all their people to it. But we also had a great, uh, very, very positive response to sure. it. Sure. Well, I, again, I, I love, I love that it has so many downvotes. And I love yeah. that people are getting up in arms because you got into their brains. Okay? Yeah. That's where you, you need to get really them. Okay? Them. You need to get past their hairy, like barely grown beards and, and <laughs> down into their basement and it get into their mind. Mm-hmm. So that's what we did. So this game is called Downvoted. And we want to ask you, uh, what would, we're going to give you two like scenarios for videos. And you want to, you got to tell us who, which, which video would get more downvotes. Okay. You okay? So we're going to go at the, the first one. Um, a video explaining intersectionality or a video about how Italian pasta is actually Chinese. Oh, shit. Which would get more <laughs> downvotes? Um, I'm going to go with uh, Italian pasta. Yay! People love the food. They think that Italian... You, you think when you're going to uh, to Olive Garden, you're going to an Italian restaurant? That's a Chinese <laughs> restaurant, my friend. Mm-hmm. But also, here's the thing. Intersectionality, long word, big concept. Yes. Pasta is Chinese. Everybody understands that. <laughs> Very controversial. Like, I have a feeling about pasta and Chinese people. That's a good one. Uh, here's another one. Uh, how about a video explaining white fragility? Ooh. Or a sketch about a transgender par- a president? I I still think white fragility because mm-hmm. it's like yes. easier to understand. Yes. Like yes. People just see that and they're like, no, no I'm not. Yeah. I'm not fragile. <laughs> I'm tough. It's all about the, the video titles. Trans yes. president, I feel like people would be like, what's this? Like, mm. I, don't, I don't know what it's this is. It's a little is. bit too much, too hard, too hard for them to understand. And they, they're still uh, uh, drinking their Mountain Dew. Uh, okay, so uh, and the last one, uh, a video game trailer featuring an all-female cast of characters or a video reimagining Batman as a black dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, because those because nerds, you think nerds are often going to be liberal? They're not. Mm-mm. They're quite conservative in a lot of ways because they want to keep Superman white and Batman. I think... Well, I think I think that Batman as a black man automatically elicits yes. more. Yes, that's than, a more of a knee jerk. Than, yeah, mm-hmm. than just because like um, a movie trailer that's like all women. That's that could almost be just circumstantial. Mm. You know, you're like, yeah, it's a movie. Like if it was it. a Batman movie with all female characters, <gasps> that's one thing. Oh, how dare you? Yes. How dare you? This interview is over. Yes. <laughs> And I do think I wonder if I wonder how people's racism and sexism would play out yes, where it was if it. it was Batman as a black man versus Batman as a white woman. Who yeah. white people Ooh, compare that? How people would get? I mean, they definitely get mad about both of them for right. sure. They definitely would. Um, but I'm interested to see what kind of ire. Well, I know which what kind of ire would come into both of them. Man, it would just be bad. That's crazy. That's like uh, if you had James Bond, but if it was Jamie Bond, you know. 
I didn't think about that. It yeah, I mean, they're gonna. You might have Idris Elba. As didn't Elba. somebody? I feel like I just read a headline where somebody said like James Bond will never be a woman, like something like that. Who? Which I didn't even know people were asking about that. <laughs> I knew we were talking about Idris, but I didn't know. Right, right, right. I didn't right. even know about that either. All right, well, that was a fun game, yeah. also depressing. Uh, but that's what this is all about: being depressed. <laughs> Wait, I wrote a few. Can I do one? Oh yeah, so, so, okay, sorry, cool. Fumi. Okay. Uh, so the same rules. Which videos would get more downvotes? Okay, uh, a white woman calling the cops on a black teenager walking, or an Asian girl calling the cops on her parents for abuse. Hmm. Mm. These are complicated. <laughs> <laughs> but they're supposed to be fun. Complicated. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, white women calling the cops on black people is a very viral thing yeah. you know right now. Wait, which wait, every time I see a video like that, I don't know if I'm supposed to up it or down it. It's like, right. no, I don't right. like what's happening Good here. Point. Or up, like, thank you for uploading. Right. It's very yes. confusing. And I'm like, I'm, I guess I'm glad that it's viral because I'm glad that like people are seeing mm-hmm, it a lot. Mm-hmm. An Asian girl calling her parents, or calling the police on her parents for abuse. Oh, yeah, dude. Who <laughs> took that video? <laughs> Good point. Good point. Who her took her that brother video? was an asshole, probably. Her brother, maybe. Yeah. Wow. Did you guys? Is this a me thing? You know, you guys never got hit by your parents. I never got. I didn't get hit by my parents. No, oh my gosh. I they hit me. They hit me emotionally. Really? Oh my god. I yeah. threatened to call child abuse or child protective services so many times. Really? And yeah. My parents are like, oh yeah, go do it. And I never did. I don't know their phone number. Well, my but my mom basically <laughs> is <laughs> child protective services. Oh so shit. She can't hit me. Damn. <laughs> I mean, she's she's not child protective services, right. but she like she helps those got people it. out, right? Weird. Or she helps see, uh, she helps the kids out. You so know, if you right. bad if, if you called them, then your mom just answers the phone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's up now? What's up now? Now do your homework. Are you gonna do your homework now? Can I talk to my mom? <laughs> <laughs> that was oh, a good one. Okay, let's okay. move on to the next game. So the next game is uh, is okay. So this a little backstory on this one is uh, and and as a as a non-binary comedian this is why i wanted to talk to you about this mm-hmm. and then so i used to i uh interviewed once for um a youth program like as a kind of like a youth teacher like person and uh the the program wanted to teach children not necessarily children but like middle schoolers high schoolers about like social issues so for example one of them is about gender mm-hmm. and uh that could be a, a, a weird thing for some kids to understand just because gender is something that's learned but learned in a way that you don't know you're learning it right (laughs) and so for example the game would be what gender is a fire engine like a uh, you know a fire truck so you just put it out there and then the kids have to kind of work work through it like why is a fire engine is it is it masculine oh it is because firemen are masculine or is it feminine and there's you give them a lot of objects and they kind of have to put it on the (laughs) spectrum and they have to (laughs) and they realize that oh everything has a gender to it even for for reasons which are fairly dubious so uh so we're gonna do that is this game (laughs) not this game that we're about to play right now but this game you were playing with the kids is the point to teach them all of this is arbitrary or is the point to teach them the fire truck is a man (laughs) it's supposed to be it's supposed to teach them to be aware that uh that things that they're learning things about gender even if they're not aware that it's okay, about it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's I, not to teach I, them this is this is this I is guess a I right. can get into this game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 not supposed to be like you, this is you know you call uh, a fire truck a dude or something like that. So we're going to play uh what gender is the following things. Uh cheesecake. Cheesecake um is uh 
cheesecake is is a man. You know why? Mm. Do you know why? Why? It's because women really want it. But <laughs> oh, it's oh, not oh. it's not that good for you. Dang! Whoa, Jess! Ouch! <laughs> roasted by the cheesecake. I've never been cheesecake roasted oh, before. What? Oh, how can something so good hurt me so bad? <laughs> how about this? Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yes. This is good. This is good. I don't know if I want to continue because uh, I keep getting hurt. You uh, asked me to be on this show. I did. I did. I play with fire. This is what I get. Uh, how about an Uber pool ride? An Uber pool ride. Gosh, these are these are difficult to gender. Yeah. Things. Um, it might not be anything. Yeah, Uber pool. I mean, I think I think Uber pool is pretty gender fluid yeah. isn't it because it really depends on who's in the uber with you yes mm. the experience can really change yes I, i've been in uh i've been in ubers with drunk white girls but i've also been in ubers with an asian dude who used the n-word a lot that's Whoa. terrible yeah, it was, i didn't see his face for long because i was in the front seat yeah. and he was in the back seat and he yeah. kept saying the n-word this and that blah, blah 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 yeah and then he got out of the car and i saw him and i was like what the fuck <laughs> What's happening? And I feel that he might have been saying the N-word louder to impress me in some way. He was from the Bay. Ooh, you get those God in the Bay, damn. too? You get those in the Bay? Well, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, oh, uh, yeah. Filipino people say it all the time. Vietnamese people say it a lot. Oh, wow. yeah. Chinese people, all of them. They're yeah. all, yeah, they're crazy. I don't we know. I don't know who lot. taught them that that was okay. Damn. But, but you Asians know why? It's because the there's no black people, at least in San Francisco, there's no black people to be, beat them up, basically, <laughs> oh. and be like, fuck you. Um, so... They get crazy out there. See, this video about intersectionality is working out. Um, <laughs> how about this one? Overdraft fees. <laughs> oh, overdraft fees are obviously masculine. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. obviously. Obviously, why is that? Because they're fucking you, <laughs> <laughs> and you don't want it to happen. You don't want to get out of get out of here. Oh man, that was a good game. Oh and, damn, and we've our feelings are hurt, and that's the point of the game. Good, good. That is the point of the game. Good. That, my job is done here. <laughs> it's what I came here to do. And that's our episode. Yay. Yay. I wanted to uh, thank our guest again, Jess Tom. Just Tom. Thank, thank you. you for coming on the show. Yay. Thank you very, for uh, very awesome. Uh, I hope uh, you uh, hurt our feelings enough. And I hope that, was, <laughs> that was amazing. Just enough until the next time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can catch uh, uh, Jess at a lot of different things. Yeah, um, I'm going to be all over the place performing. I just redid my website. It oh, is shit. <laughs> It's www.jestom.com.com. That is J-E-S-T-O-M-D-O-T-C-O-M.com because that is very clear and easy to follow. Super clear. <laughs> uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Jestom. That's J-E-S-T-O-M. Or on Instagram at JessTheKid, J-E-S-TheKid. I love your Twitter. I love that. Super Thank good. you. Uh, and also, fans, please follow us on the Instagram. We have a joint account at Asian Not Asian Pod, and then you can find me at the Fumi Abe. That's T H E F U M I A B E. And you can find me on Instagram at Nice Pants Bro, and then on Twitter at Nice Pants Dude. Hey, nice, <laughs> <laughs> nice variation. Yeah. Uh, Genders. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, come out to our monthly show. We have a show called Hack City Comedy. That's every third Wednesday. The next one is the day before Thanksgiving, November twenty-first, yep. eight o'clock. So if you don't have a family, come and hang come out with out. me. That's at one seventy-two Rivington Street. So come check that out. And also, please support our Patreon page. We have a lot of cool stuff planned, and we would love for you to be a part of it. Yay! Yay. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, yes, thank you just for coming on. Uh, and we'll see everybody next week. Woo! All right, bye. bye. Asian Not Asian is presented in partnership with Listening Party, the creators of Family FM. 
Follow the crew on Instagram at Listening Party Presents and at Canal Street Market.